0: Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies On Mornings with Bridie Tanner
1: Featuring Jack and Andre
0: (laughs) FBI Radio
1: Guess who back in the house? Just click, clack, about. Who's back in the house?
0: Oh, it's me! <laughs> it's me, ladies! Hello! Hello! Hi. Welcome,
1: Andre, back from Rotterdam and your movie-watching adventures around the world. And hello to uh, holding the fort down at home, Jack, who's been here all the while doing movies, movies, movies. Doing the is, hard yards. Keeping yeah, the seat doing warm. Doing the hard yards, exactly. Bringing in a slew of amazing guests, might I add. So, good. kudos um, to you. Yeah, I've got to
0: thank all those guests. So. Okay, Okay.
2: Andre's idea for, like, coming onto the show was like, okay, I'm going to actually do reviews of each guest that came in. (laughs) Good (laughs) reviews, though. You're not doing that. not a good idea. (laughs) Good reviews.
1: Oh, of course, they'd be good, Andre. They'd be fabulous. it's so lovely to have you back here where you belong, doing movies, movies, movies at 10 past 10 on a Monday morning.
0: We're going to crack
1: into cinema news in a second, but first, tell me, how are you? How have you been? Oh,
0: my gosh. Where do I even start? Well, firstly, I'm so excited to be back, filling this seat with my farts and talking about movies you guys. My favourite film lords on the planet. Not as good as any of the film lords that I met overseas. Just kidding. No, I had a great what time. you mean, just
2: kidding? Just kidding, um, just kidding. You said something nice and then you said, just kidding?
0: I met all my film lord future pals overseas uh, and, uh, and I've soaked up all their glory and I'm bringing it back to you guys. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm well, tired. Well, that time is over and, now. And I know. We're
2: all, but both <laughs> Brady and I have our arms folded mm. and it's a little bit like, oh, you're trying to make us jealous because... That tactic doesn't work with us. <laughs> no, truly. <I laughs>
0: Works am with me. W- working, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't tell him that. Works a Trust me.
2: Once he knows your flaws.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm working off the jealousy of not being here. I listened to all the shows while I was gone, and I was simply floored by... Just the beauty and gorgeousness of having different people in movies, 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 uh, sharing the love of movies with everyone and bring it to Sydney and the whole world. And it just I want to know about everyone's film
2: heart. clubs. Uh, everyone who listens, if you've got a film club, text him what you guys are watching this week. Yeah. I started
1: a film club thanks to movies, 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 and we've watched nothing but crap so far. Well, is that because
0: you haven't been in charge?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's because we take turns and it's not all under my control. But
0: also, let me just say, the way it goes is that Bridie will tell us what she's watching. She'll go, oh, we watched this, commence Ireland sequence, and Jack and I will be like, we would love to do, like, we want to come and watch being John Malkovich with you guys. That sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, you always brag on these suggestions. And I'm like, no, those are the best films okay, to watch.
2: They weren't though. It was like Deer Hunter adaptation, Snatch. snatch. Like you're saying, being John Malkovich, but that's just what you've said. Wait, the Amy Schumer Snatch? No, <laughs> the Brad Pitt Snatch, Guy Ritchie.
0: Let's get into Let's movie bring news. It back. Let's a movie Let's sir. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> <serve>. <laughs> Let's <serve. laughs>
3: Movie
0: news. Okay, so I'm just back and I have stories to tell. So, you guys, while I was gone, I found out that apparently the pollution in Bangkok is so bad that people's eyes are bleeding. Is this... Yes, it's movie news. Because I remember when you and Lily Bennett were doing the show, I think two or three episodes ago, you were talking about pet peeves, um, things that you... When sh- your eyes bleed. No, no, no. Pet peeves go into the movies. Lily said that you shouldn't um, shouldn't eat a big garlic dip because it gives you bad oh, breath. Yeah. Anyway, so hear and me out. Here's my point. So, movies in Australia are played at a really low volume in cinemas, putting audiences to sleep. In Bangkok, (gasps) in Thailand, the volume of the films that are played in there are so loud. It's like ear crunchingly bad. (sighs) And then when you go outside, your ears are bleeding and your eyes are bleeding because the pollution is so bad. This is all happening right now. This is all real truth. Look it up online. So somehow this is connected to the fact that movies in Australia are so quiet and by extension people should sit closer to the movie screen when they go see movies because otherwise it's a recipe for disaster. Did that make any sense? Text I, in. I <laughs> love Rachel Maddow and you killed it. I killed it. Thank you. Yeah you
2: brought all of those strands together. In other news
0: Lars Montreux is turning
2: all of his films into diamonds at the moment. He's already done Melancholia and it's in the Museum of Modern Art um,
0: wherever he's from. You can't find photos of these diamonds because they want to be saved for public oh, So ha- you- How do you turn a film into a diamond? It's so he's just taken parts of a film or ideas from his movies and he's just converting them or like creatively. Using like laser cut technology into like galaxies.
2: The Melancholia one is about sort of the asteroid in Melancholia for those who haven't seen it. And then the next one he's doing is Breaking the Waves which is his famous uh, Depresso mm. film that won Khan back the, in the
0: day. The one for Antichrist is just like a diamond of Willem Dafoe's crushed balls. Of- I was
2: going to say, these are just going to be scissors and yeah. like a, a circumcised woman? Tommy Wiseau?
1: Oh, Brady's okay, boyfriend. Okay, uh, my ears are pricking up. I
0: know. <laughs> has a new Brady fully glazed over. <laughs> has a new film coming out, uh, Scary Shark, set in New Orleans, uh, starring Brady's boyfriend, Greg Sestero. Oh, it's past okay. past uh, uh, guest of the show. The the trailer for the film or the teaser, I guess, has been released because they're looking for funds. So, if you're interested in seeing Tommy Wiseau's itistory come into life, you can watch the trailer and give money to him do somehow, you, I think. Do you
1: think he knows about the sort of mega shark trend of like making those crappy big shark movies and he's like, I can make a crap movie? You so
2: know what? So. Maybe he
0: doesn't.
1: He probably doesn't. He probably doesn't even <laughs> realise what he's maybe doing. he's
0: never even seen Jaws. So. Uh, actually, I, I just read somewhere that apparently Tommy Wiseau thinks that this shark movie is the first shark movie ever made yep. and that he's starting something new. So you Perfecta. can listen back
1: to our interview, by the way, with Greg Sestero on the Movies, Movies, Movies podcast. They're all uploaded onto the mm, website. and true.
0: And said with 100% confidence. Plug, yeah. And Lord of Segways, uh, coming up to you, speaking of sharks and shallow water and shallows, Jack, last piece of movie news. Oh, my God. We're out of the shallows now. Into the shallows now? We're out
2: of the shallows now. It's one week from the Oscars. Uh, I hope you're getting your champagne ready and cooled and iced because, uh, well... Honestly, we'll Shallows think- is a song, but we need to mention it. Shallows is Lady a Gaga song. For got anyone on the planet this morning, Andre is like trying to explain who Princey is. I haven't heard. That- <laughs> no, trying to explain who Gaga is to I people. Haven't heard okay, sh- we're one week- I haven't heard Shallows in full. There, I said it. <laughs> uh, how? Um, so, we're one week from the Oscars and we're down at Shallows now. And basically, we've just found out some news about the Oscars. Yeah. Which is from the 20s. <gasps> I'm so excited. And about to tell why it. they started. I'm yeah. so
0: excited to tell it. Can I tell it? To- yeah. Okay, get ready for a rambly story. So, basically, in 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 1927, Louis B. Meyer, who ran MGM, which is what the (laughs) lion logo sound is in our intro, started MGM and founded the Oscars, the Academy Awards, because he wanted to distract filmmakers and film practitioners from from unionising and from complaining about how bad working conditions were. So he was like, okay, people are getting cranky, it's the 20s. Let's give them some distracting awards. Let's distract them by making a fake club that we'll give awards out to and then we'll get people to not realise that there are all these faults and all these problems in the industry and then obviously after the, uh, the Academy Awards were founded, unions actually began, like the Producers Guild and the Directors Guild but the Oscars are essentially a way to distract people from how fucked the film industry is there I said it. And you know what, it's still fucked
2: because on the count of three what was the biggest snub this year? One, One two, two, three. three Jack, Jack Black, Black in uh, Gus
0: Van film he's amazing and of course he wouldn't have got nominated because the Academy Awards is so effing conservative we're still going to watch it though. But <laughs> just Super back to excitingly. a basic
1: bitch perspective yeah. who do you think is going to get Oscars what movies do you think are going to get up there uh, okay,
2: well, okay at this point Glenn Close is like the shoe in but mm. I still have this like, weird vibe that Gaga's just going to win it like, I'm re-
0: yeah I, I, I'm convinced that Rachel is just going to storm the stage and say <laughs>
2: give me my <laughs> Oscar <laughs> Regina King from If Bill Street Could Talk a fabulous yeah. movie went and saw it last week we were going to review it but Andre was so jet lagged because he got in like 12 hours before yeah. that he slept the entire way through the FBI
0: screening James Cameron director of Avatar is going to walk on stage like, drunk. I should have won those like, years ago. Okay. Like Catherine Bigelow won. won. Anyway.
2: Addicted. We're going to have a party. Brady's coming. And if you want to come in to a party, text, text us. <laughs> 0409
1: 945 945 when we come back. Two reviews, including a review of Alita Battle Angel. This is the full Call Me Mother by RuPaul for Andre. Movies, movies, movies.
3: FBI. Guess you back in the house, heels click clacking about Fine fresh feminine style to eleven, I'm divine, so heavenly Sweat, let's dance. cross the board, no doubt. Body like wow. On, miss Automatic Supersonic I'm a Sassatron And I ain't looking up to anyone The game's alone And I'm ready to shake the jelly When the jockey's on The kind of thing that all the funnels Make it dance on zone I'm only getting out of bed For 20 million Now get your camera phone Cause in a minute I'm about to be on Here come am like a oh shit What I Give a 12 That's the bread. I'm hot Clutch uh-huh. She's the big shot Call Get get run Over Over None of these bitches Is cunty like blue Clocking me chicken when I step in, you know well what it do. Oh, uh, y'all know well what it do. None of these bitches is fucking with me. One of my businesses don't even this. When I step in, they know well what it do. When I step in, they know well what it do. Yeah, bitch, she done already done had hers. She been done had hers.
1: To movies, movies, movies. That was RuPaul.
0: We've got an interview with director Nicholas Rothall, who made Undermine Tales from the Kimberley. He's in the studio to talk to us about his upcoming film. But right now, it's time for...
1: Two Reviews. One Review.
0: and then And then another Review.
1: Two Reviews. shout out to Sienzo who likes to watch movies with vegan feasts in hand and does a Persian potluck and international vegan food with her film club thanks for putting mine to shame Sienzo but actually thank you so much for being a super fan of the show now two reviews which Film Lord is reviewing first I'm gonna go 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 first today
0: oh thanks Jack so nice Onge are you doing
1: Vox Lux or Alita Battle Angel
0: Alita Battle Angel and I keep wanting to call it Attila Battle Royale (laughs) so
1: I wanna say Battlestar every time
0: Battlestar look Anyway, let's just dive into it before I make a mistake. So, you two, say his name with me. Robert Rodriguez. Say it. Robert Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. Go on, say it. We're in the midst of a beautiful, bountiful lusty period of contemporary Mexican films we got the Man-Mexican-Now Wave is what I'm calling it we have Roma we have The Shape of Water we have Carlos Regadas' new film all these fabulous autos are coming out with Mexican movies but for every sanity voucher gift there's the tone-deaf Prezi from Dad and in this case it's Alita Battle Royale by Robert Rodriguez <laughs> who's famous for Spy Kids let's be honest but his newest sci-fi isn't taking off, and it's maybe because A, the supporting actor, Christoph Waltz, who was the crazy Nazi in Glorious Bastards, always feels like a neo-Nazi creep, so casting him as Dr. Frankenstein feels kind of disturbing and irresponsible. B, it's produced by sci-fi tyrant James Cameron, who made Avatar, who can't resist a tired blockbuster. And finally, C, it features a female lead whose body has been freakishly remixed with CGI. Is she cartoon? Is she green screen? Is she Barbie? Is she 12-year-old Chloe Grace Moretz screaming the C-word while firing guns? No! None of these things make this film anywhere good, anything good. (laughs) Where are my words today? (laughs) Just go see Black Panther or Cloud Atlas instead. There I've said it, Jack. Cool, yeah. I mean, I was so hoping that
2: this was going to be good because I really love Robert Rodriguez. I love Planet Mm. Terror, I love Spy Kids. Oh, Uh,
0: Planet Terror. I almost forgot that he made that classic.
2: I'm excited to see Everybody Knows Tonight by Ashka Vahadi with Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem because that just looks like a sequel to Spy Kids. Mm. But... uh, this film didn't do it for me and I was looking forward to it. And I think it's weird that they just say, whenever you see a trailer and it says, produced by James Cameron who brought you Titanic, or like the producer... Is leading and they don't lead with the director in the trailer. You know mm. it's going to be kind of bad. I think
0: yeah. I think you're right, especially because you feel like the the producer doesn't have that much say in what the actual film. I you know, like be they like. did that with that
2: Mortal Engines movie with Peter Jackson. It was like produced by Peter Jackson. It's like what? So he provided like moral support. Like, oh,
0: but but how funny was it though? In this, it's so it's a sci-fi movie set in like some crazy alien future. And how funny are all the extras in the background? They have like they're so funny. These Go see this movie for the extras. They're better than the Dark Knight trilogy. And they're they obviously cut. They're obviously just like the backpack extras who are like, they're <laughs> carrying, They look like crew cool members, they've all got
2: bum bags Yeah, <laughs> carrying
0: my bags, so they've like, got binoculars looking around being like, oh, what's this universe? And they're supposed to play these like, wide-eyed, curious types like, you know, trying new things. Anyway, they're hilarious they stand out so much.
1: Okay, so a leader Battle Angel, is this a grown-ups movie? Is it M? Oh no, it's a kid's, movie. It's, kids, like movie. A kid's movie it's like a kid's grown-up-y
0: movie, it's like a bit Star
2: Warsy. Right. everyone's on everyone's like, racing around on skateboards uh, uh, in that fr- fly.
0: In French, they have a word that describes that it's called Ado, which is, uh, is old, that which word is review? young adult and uh, adult it's no, young, it's older teen, young adults.
1: Don't <laughs> anyway, wind me up!
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: in a word, a leader battle angel, what would you give it?
0: Oh, I hate to be basic, but just dumb. Star Wars. Uh, lot <laughs> of it just then.
1: Okay, let's move on. Jack, you're reviewing then Vox Lux, which has Natalie Portman and soundtrack by Sia. Is that right?
2: Whole soundtrack by Sia. This is Sia's beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy of millennial trauma. It's Vox Lux and it comes out this week... Okay, it's actually directed by indie darling Brady Corbett from Mysterious Skin and Thirteen. He's been a child actor for ages, Ma- Martha macy Ma- 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 Um We open in Columbine in 1999 as a young, confident Celeste walks forward with the full belief that she can convince her classmate to put down the gun. But she gets shot along with all of her classmates, survives and writes a song with her sister, played by a nymphomaniac, Stacey Martin, and heads to the Twin Towers to record. Cut to 2017, Natalie Portman as Celeste has done a deal with the devil to become Katy Perry and now ISIS is using her costumes to shoot up a Croatian beach. The film lurches halfway from this dreamy, haunted Tangerine dream to, like, Kubrickian woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown, treating the end of the 90s like the end of the 70s to address our post-9-11 self-aware century of the self. Basically, this movie is an F-you to the ambiguous and slick, faux neo-realistic cinematic zeitgeist that keeps giving us Call Me By Your Names, Moonlights, and Star Is Born,"s but doesn't ask us to think. This film is kind of like filmic terrorism.
0: Do, do you know what's funny about everything that Jack's just said? It's all true. Like, that crazy synopsis, those crazy illusions, those crazy metaphors. Willem
2: Dafoe is like, directing all the time. Like, she does do a deal
0: with the devil. Like, it's, it's kind of a crazy film. This movie is truly bonkers. And I kept saying that it was a mess to Jack... But I just think not that's so ignorant. It's so ignorant, stop, it's please, so hold
2: ignorant your to call this film a mess. I didn't so mean an old b- woman in the screening like lent over and was like, <laughs> "That was a mess." And it's actually so like it's so like manicured. It's like so to the point of being
0: like, puf, like, it's so like so David judge. Yeah. Precise. So, so I- I'm not saying a mess in a bad way. I'm saying it in a good way. Yes, yeah, sorry, Brady, What were you saying?
1: Uh, what is a mess on on screen? For me, <sighs> okay.
0: No, thank you for asking. It's 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 chaos. It's brutal, it's turbulent, it's everything. Yeah. It's all it's so full on and turbocharged that it's almost like assaultive to watch. But that's the point of the film. I mean yeah. you heard It's this- also so beautiful to watch. It's stunning. And I yeah. really like related to it. It's almost like he's deproblematized like Lars Trier's style. I want films to be more messy. I wanted a Star is born to be messy. Yeah. I wanted those clean ass films to be dirty and grotty and, and grungy. have like
2: more ideas than just be like capturing a moment like so much cinema these days is about like capturing like an ephemeral moment and it's like you know that there's actors on screen like why are you pretending why are you trying to make this real this
0: film doesn't bother pretending this whole film is just a bunch of ideas like Clip. on a screen Closing okay. your remark I said it was a mess in the same way that Kanye's new album was a mess you know like everyone was saying hot, that was messy hot, but hot, it's hot, actually hot. just a work of genius so. okay
1: okay so Vox Lux in a word
0: uh, in i final call it a mess no but that's my word as well mess. Okay, so
1: (laughs) a mess with sort of Mm, different with, with Kanye <laughs> vibes bit <laughs> convinced me yeah. okay well that's two reviews and they're going to be up on the at movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore Instagram which is where I head before I head to the cinema and after I get out so I can see what Jack and Andre our film lords have said up next is Sydney Spotlight we have a very special guest director who has done a film Undermined Tales from the uh, Kimberley we're going to get into that right after this from Princey it's Celibate
3: Sell a bit for the hell of it not getting any D I'm chasing salary not getting with the bees. charge my batteries not getting on my knees I'm just getting busy Sell a bit for the hell of it not getting any D I'm chasing salary Trust my batteries Not getting on my knees, I'm just getting busy You bet I'm feeling the benefits This is bad bitch, etiquette, you know it's definite See these clothes, in the shows is Testament, you know I'm in my element Yes, bitch, I'm sexy. I'm to the death of this Stinky breath of venomous And if you try to tread on this, you know you'll get the kiss All these fakers are relevant, all these haters sweat shit And all these skaters wanna hit, but then I'm getting out of it Hell of it, not getting any D, I'm chasing salary Not getting with the bees, charge my battery. Life. Nothing left for this wife. At best a few likes that then fizzle into strife. I'm running out of time to be wasting. data, really you're the one that should be chasing harder. Too safe to have a date. She's adding a stickly bait. Figures for my figure eight, the figure in my interest rate. piece of so fun and I dip and done, I bit your buns and I hit and run. You pray for some to blow your gun. Praise be, I am enough. Pay me my dear refund. Lay me under the sun, baking. 100 dollar bills, we get till we get to a mill, now you feel me, no need to feel me, places to be, people to see, life of a princey, Celebrate a beer for the hell of it. not getting any tea, I'm chasing salary, not getting with the bees, touch my batteries, not getting on my knees, I'm just getting busy, Got that. Right down now.
1: On movies, 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 FBI
3: 94.5.
1: Sydney Spotlight. And today, for Sydney Spotlight, film lords Jack Andre and myself are joined by Nicholas Roffel, the director of *Undermine Tales from the Kimberley. Thanks for coming in today.
4: Thanks so much. Nice to be here.
1: Tell us a little bit about this film. What did you find when you were making it?
4: Uh, Well, we spent a lot of time up in the Kimberley investigating what we thought was a big issue around closure of communities. And then that was after the announcement by Tony Abbott of people, the government not being able to support lifestyle choices. And what we found when the government backed away from that position after a lot of protests and so on was that people on the ground were telling us that the real issue was the old issue of colonialism of development of big agriculture and mining coming into the region and sort of pushing people off the land wanting to make deals with everyone and take over the sort of economic resources there so this story is really about the development pressures that remote Indigenous communities face, and it centers on a few individual stories from different communities. Uh, Albert Wigan, a young activist who's involved in stopping the James Price Point gas precinct on his land, and then Kevin Oscar, who's dealing with big forces around taking over the cattle stations, and um, June and Mervyn, who are fighting to protect the river. So there's a lot of different stories in the film.
0: I want to ask, it because uh, in the film you have a lot of information about what's happening geographically and with the actual mining, but what's actually happening to the people um, in the communities? Like, what's, How are the effects affecting their life? Um, in a lot of
4: different ways. I mean, there's a lot of social issues in some of the towns up there, and there's a big problem with suicide amongst children and young people, which is like devastating communities. There's not a lot of infrastructure. There's not a lot of on offer for young people up there. Um, In a town like Fitzroy Crossing, there's the school, but there's really not much else. And there's a lot of kids like either leaving town or looking for things to do. And so, you know, it is quite um, an impoverished place. Um, It's really sad to go up there and be from some place like Sydney and just see that within our own country, we've got this devastating situation.
2: Um, And I was also going to ask What can people do? I mean, it looked really difficult. The protests against the James Price um, point were like kind of very dramatic. There was so many cops up there, and for such a remote place, like how can people make sure that this mine doesn't happen?
4: Well, luckily that one has been stopped, and it was insane. Like they were bussing in hundreds of police from Perth into this tiny little town. but there's a big push now around fracking. That's one of the big issues that people up there are asking for support around because there's, the Western Australian government has just announced that they're going to open up the Kimberley for fracking. And there's also another gas mine that's a big gas pipes that are being laid to open up some of the gas fields. Uh, you know there's potential for new uranium mines up there there's sort of a big push where they're looking at it as the economic powerhouse of Australia as they're calling it what the Pilbara south of there used to be and if you go through the Pilbara you see that it's mines and it's you know the whole place is dug up and what the Kimberley is such a pristine area that people are really fighting to protect it.
1: Uh, if you follow the money back are there companies that people should avoid because of what you've seen? Like energy companies? You can you can name names. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, look, there's a lot of companies getting involved up there. Um, I hate to name names, but Twiggy Forest is one of the people pushing really hard for the fracking. And Twiggy Forest? Twiggy Forest, who uh, you know, owns a lot of land out there and big mining companies. Mitsubishi's getting involved in the gas precinct up there. Um, Woodside's always been involved in that region. There's a lot of companies, and... You know they're given they're given government incentives and so on to expand in that region.
1: Well, the film is showing at Dendi Newtown Monday the eighteenth of February, which is tonight. Tonight, tonight,
2: tonight
0: six thirty. <laughs> at
1: six thirty, and that is all going down in Newtown.
0: Yeah. I have one last question if that's okay. Yeah, go for it, Ange. So, Undermined, Tales from the Kimberly. How hard was it to make this film? Because I never think about what kind of like political blockages you get when you make these kinds of films. Like, who tried Look, to fuck it with was you?
4: really hard, and we had a lot of people trying to fuck with us. We had to have lawyers on board vetting the film. We were f- even fighting with one of our investors, which was a big issue because we had money from Western Australia and they have their own, uh, you know, they're very influenced by mining and other industries out there so they pushed back pretty hard on the film too but you know in the end we got there we didn't change the film much if at all and you know we discovered these amazing people up there and great spokesmen as you'll see in the film for the issues
2: and it's such a beautiful country i remember we went up to laura like Mm -hmm. outside the daintree and you can literally see the rock up being shaken off the walls yeah like it's just tragic like once this land is gone it you yeah just do not look about it's an it.
4: unspoilt part of Australia it's an unspoilt part of the world it's the coastline up there is the second most unspoiled in the world after Antarctica which you know basically you can go down the coast for a thousand kilometers and you won't even see a light on the shore it's a beautiful place if you get the chance to visit it. I
0: highly recommend it. Okay, go see Undermined Tales from the Kimberley for the scenery and the political upheaval.
1: Thank you so much, Nicholas, for joining us today in the studio, FBI 94.5. And thank you, Jack and Andre. Film lords, we'll see you back next week. Thank yeah. you. Bye. This is Dead Rue with Turnaround. Your Mornings, FBI
3: 94.5. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.